Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah, the man? I am chilling, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Good, man. Just got home from work. Had to scarf down some food right quick, and it's podcast time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I did the same. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, but what episode we on? I believe this is episode 138 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, Home Away, Turo, Share Economy, all that stuff. Mostly share, mostly uh, STR talk, but you know, the real estate show in the world. And so um, we're glad to be back. We keep doing this show, man. We've been going for a while and we're, we're not going to stop. Hell yeah. Episode 138. We've definitely been going a while. And we definitely ain't going to stop. Man, but it's been a little minute since me and you've been on a show. I think it's probably been dang there, what, two weeks? Yes. Yeah, so, man, so what have you been up to? <sighs> what have I been up to? Well, I, um, I, I don't know if I gave the update last time, but the, the unit that I have in Dallas, Lower Greenville area, Got booked up for the entire year. Can't beat that. Can't beat that at at, um, at a pretty re- uh, really good price, actually. I mean, I can say on the show. Yeah, yeah I got it for rented it out for twenty two hundred a month. So rents rent is about eleven fifty plus. You know, a little bit of electric, water, and um, internet. I'm looking. At, I pay probably around twelve fifty a month. So yeah, you so. almost hit that one k mark. Almost, almost, yeah, it's a good no. spread. And so I was just like, I mean, I just, like I said, I just had the thing for like a month and a half, you know, and I was freaking out the whole time because I don't know, you know, it's weird letting someone else do it for you and you see them messing up a little bit, this and that. But they really redeemed themselves. I mean, they might have struck out on the first couple at-bats, but they just knocked it out of the park for me. So I'm like, okay, I forgive you guys. <laughs> so you profited $1,000 a month. Imagine if you had 10 of them. That's what I imagine. So that's why I went ahead and um and signed the lease for another one at the same spot, like the one right below it. So it came up, yeah. So I went ahead and um you know talked to them, negotiated with them, and and signed it. The cool thing is when you do that, you know, and I'm sure um people that arbitrage a lot will will, will attest to this when you when you don't at least this spot, they didn't ask me to put a whole new application and, and then do a credit check and all that stuff and ding me on the credit again for that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just, they just said, well, they, they cleared me last time. So they went ahead and just go ahead and sign the lease, approve it, move in. I'm going to get a, um, an internet. Um, what's it called? Uh, that, uh, what is it? Stay fine. Well, I was thinking about that too, but I was going to get the, um, uh, signal booster, uh, like a Wi-Fi signal booster. Mm-hmm. Cause my, you know, like I said, my unit's right upstairs. And so I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna boost that signal. Boom. Throughout the the bottom unit. And, um, so I will there, I'm saving the internet too. I don't have to installation. I don't have to pay for, you know, monthly, you know, whatever internet's around 60 bucks nowadays, give or take. And, um, so I'm saving money that way. And I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna get a ring for this one too. Ring doorbell. So it's been doing me pretty good. And, um, yeah, so it's just gonna be it's gonna be more and I got Sarah Don Glidewell on it. She's already ordering the stuff, getting it, you know, it's getting gonna, that grass wall ready. Yeah, that was it's gonna be a different kind of wall she's talking okay. about. I, I, it'll be a surprise. I I'll show I'll tell her that on the show. She I don't wanna like, you know, 
don't want to jinx nothing, but it's, it's, it's she's got big ideas for it. This one's more of an open, like a studio. It's the same size, but it's open, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a wall there. So she's going to make kind of some kind of makeshift divider thing. She, she's got some ideas. I, I'll just let her run with it. Now, and, now, uh, my question is now, so, okay, so you got your second one. Have you had, do you have to go over there at all? Do you just go over there and sign the lease and you're done? Or how, how much hands-on at first are you? Because I'm very interested. Well, I, um, I, you know, I saw the unit. It was still like it was after the people already left. So I just want to make sure I'm going to go over there tomorrow, actually, and go make sure everything's, you know, because they painted it and did all the, you know, fixed up every whatever the, the previous tenants, you know, kind of scuffed up the walls or the, the, the floors or whatever. They, 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 I'm just going to go make sure everything looks cool, looks brand new. So, I, you know, just make sure. And then and I'm going to install a, a ring camera. I'll probably go over there like maybe sometime next week to install the ring camera. Okay. So you and do then install a, the camera? Yeah, I'm going to install it. Yeah. I, you know, that's a, that's a service probably some management companies might think of, you know, Hey, you know, for 150 bucks, we'll install a ring camera for you, even though they only cost, you know, 79 bucks, you know, <laughs> that can, that's another money maker too. I'm, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, I'm getting a lot of ideas just by handing it. It's it's funny. Just by handing it off to somebody, I'm just thinking of more ideas. How if I was going to have a management company, things that I would do to generate more profit too. So it's starting to circulate in my head too. I hear all these like um, these arbitragers and these um, and these guys that are doing management. You know, managing 100 units or whatever. I'm like, man, that's where that's that's kind of where the money's at if they're doing it right and if they can systematize everything. And I I'm like, and we know a bunch of stuff. I mean, why not? Why not start? And that's totally, if you think about it, almost 100% risk-free because it ain't even your unit. It's the apartments, and then someone else is renting it, and you're just the one managing everything and making profit from it. Yo, so if you make I'm, 300 bucks a month off one of those units, I mean, that's how – <laughs> Easy. Trust me, I do it on one, and I'm thinking about expanding. So, yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Um, I, I'm happy you did that, man. I'm happy you hopped in, man, full stride, and you're in there. I, so – you just install the ring. So if I go over there, so if I once I sign my lease, I hit up Steve for the ring, and then Sarah handles everything else. Yeah, yeah. So Sarah's gonna go in there. She's gonna fix it all up, build everything, make it pretty. And um, and here, here's a question too. I mean, I haven't, I haven't. I'm probably going to, but I was thinking just for half a second, should I try to run this one? Since it's only gonna be one. And then I was like, uh, just, just. I'm thinking of just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just getting a thousand dollars a month. I feel bored. Nothing. I feel bored. <laughs> Go swim in your swimming pool, bro. What do you mean you feel bored? Go hang out with Lupita. Your your two kids. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're supposed to be doing. And you sw- you got a swimming pool in the back, man. That's true. Dude. That's true. Then have some Coronas and invite everybody over. That's what you're supposed to do while you make money. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, because uh, they they're charging me fifteen percent. You know, mm-hmm. and and so which still is that's lower than most um, most people charge twenty to twenty five percent or more whatever. So they you know they're taking a chunk of that. So I'm getting the, I'm clearing eighteen something actually through so twelve thirty forty fifty six eight hundred like seven hundred something dollars, which is for doing nothing. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> <laughs> and um. And so, yeah, you're right. I just I crossed my mind for half a second. What if I did it? I keep that, you know, I keep that. Also, another thing you could think, of, okay, you got two with them at 
What if you get five of them and you be like, hey, would you manage them for 10%? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You start doing it that way, you know, then you get up to 10, you know, keep that 10%. Then you got 10 of them giving you 700 a month. That's $7,000 a month, man. Shit. My black ass be somewhere in the coast, somewhere chilling, man. That's true. Think like a business owner, right? Not a, not a, don't work in your business, work on your business. But you see, they, um, it's funny because it's local estates is the one doing mine, but they're, they're actually expanding to, they have some throughout the country, expanding to Westford, um, to like, Washington, D.C., Virginia area. Yeah. And they just picked up one in Ghana. And I was like, oh, crap, my buddy's all about Ghana. So, yeah, he just picked, they just oh, picked yeah. up one in Ghana. <laughs> you got to talk to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely got to. Okay, yeah, because I'm definitely interested now. Because, like, I was – so I've been kind of – you remember I said not my hands. I, I wasn't sitting on my hands, but I was kind of like I wanted to make a move. But I felt – I didn't have confidence to make a move because, okay, so, you know, I, I'm doing this rehab. Rehab's done. I still ain't rented this place because the damn internet. I'll go into that a little later. Um, but like, I was like, man, I can go get another house. I've been getting good deals sent my way. Houses for like fifteen grand, you know, good ass deals, right? So I'm like, dang, man. But I have the only reserves I have, which I can go get a hard money lender or pro- well, mainly hard money right now. But I didn't make the move because uh, I, 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 my money that I have, it's that Trump money. It's the SBA loan money. So I was like, man, I was like, man, let me just start asking people. So I asked my mastermind group. I was like, has anybody here used that money? And one person, I ain't going to say their name, but they gave me confidence. They were like, yeah, yeah, I used it. And I'm like, did you use it for operating expenses? You know, because they supposedly tracking it. And they were like, well, yeah, no, I kind of just, I put everything on a credit card since, because you, for the loan money, you can use it if you're paying off business debt. They were like, I swiped everything on a credit card. And then I just paid the credit card off with the SBA with operating expenses, you know, so you can expand. Mm. It's just how you, you know, dish out the money. So after I got that vote of confidence last night, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go ahead and start buying some damn houses, man. You know, <laughs> do a little, uh, what is it? Do a um, cash advance off a credit card, pay it all off before it hits. And now I'm paying three point something percent, you know, for 30 years. Can't beat that. So, you know, that, that's, that's pretty beautiful. Much- I know. I could even do that to pick up arbitrages too, but you know, I'm real into Burr right now. But I'm definitely uh your company, I'm definitely looking out for that. So Okay, yeah, yeah. Um that's what I, that's what the thing. I, I um I guess we spoke about it before doing like a mix of the arbitrages and buying real estate, you know. So I'd still I still keep my eyes out on buying something. But right now I'm just like, well, let me see how this this um, arbitrage game goes and what keeps. It's funny when you start doing something, those op- opportunities in that area start popping up, right? Fact. <laughs> that is a gem dropper right there. When you do something, opportunities pop up. That's a gem right there. Yeah, and that area, all you have to get is do is get into motion. You know, sometimes we get stuck. Ah, what do we do? But then you start on one thing, and then boom, all these doors start opening up. Yeah, really. And so just like that one that opened up bef- below me. Cause I went to actually go see one that was across the hall and it, I didn't like the setup. I didn't like, it had an ugly view out the window and I was like this and that. And, and that guy, the, the, the apartment guy, he was like, you know what? Something, something just barely popped up. We haven't cleaned it yet. Blah, blah, blah. But it's downstairs. You want to check it out? And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm already here. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is a lot better. <laughs> this is a lot better than the one I went, I came to see, you know, <laughs> but it just, but like I said, you just, you start putting things in motion and then just 
literally doors opened up that door opened up and i was like that's a cool this is a this is a cool unit and i think i'm gonna I'm go ahead and buy it man i'm buy it i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and rent it i actually crossed my mind i mean what, it might be profitable to buy a condo in dallas i don't know what you think they're expensive how much they going for though that's the I'm thing i don't i don't know i don't know that's expensive <clears throat> real expensive actually yeah i don't know i mean it depends um the one i was arbitraging i would probably say that thing's a one bed one bath it's probably worth about 260 300 mm-hmm. yeah but he's in dallas but he's right there off 75 and um 75 and lemon avenue over there that area. Oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. greenville he's- way he's a little bit south of greenville okay yeah but yeah he he had a real nice one real nice one. yeah the thing is with if you're just gonna buy one unit in a complex you don't know what they how the hoa is gonna do you know they might say hey no airbnb said you're screwed man or yeah. some of them i've even seen you can't even you can't even rent them out at all you're gonna buy something in a in a complex you gotta live in that thing i've, I've seen them like that because they only allow let's say 10% or, or 15% of the, of the units to be rentals. And you know what? Um, I starting to notice with like, cause I noticed even at the one that I was arbitraging, there was a lot of, mo- most of the people who lived there were older. Um, they were older. Um, even at the, my own condo that I own in Arlington, more than people that more of the people are older, so they don't really want too many renters, but I haven't had a problem. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean on that. Yeah. A lot of HOAs are getting kind of, my HOAs went up by like 20 bucks a month. I'm like, I'm real on edge about selling this thing because I got a vacancy coming up <laughs> November 1st, man. Yeah, I'm real like, man, I might sell this bit, but I don't know. I'm going to see. Now, now the play, I think the, a good play in Dallas would be if you are wanting to like have a condo to, to rent out is to buy the whole, the, buy the whole complex, you know, if, I mean, that's, like I said, it, but there's there's a lot of um, ones that need work, and then they're fixing them up, making it look all modern and stuff, and turning them. I mean, those would be like all profitable Airbnbs inside of one of them. You know what I'm saying? For real, man. But so so that 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 lady I sent you, or I commented your name on that on that post about she's looking for a place in Arlington for. Did she contact you or no? Mm-mm. No. No word back. I probably need to reach out to her though. Oh, okay. Because yeah, right now I got. <clears throat> This lady's checking out the end of this month, so November first, I need to try to get that rented out for three to six months, or even longer if I can. Because remember the last dude who was there before her, it was there for a year and a half, so that was just that consistent bank. Right. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. My condos are condos are cool, but I'll say this: the profitability on condos are really, really great because there's no maintenance, and the maintenance is real small. Everything else to take care of, ain't no yard work, all that. Internet's cheap. Uh, utilities are cheap you know so that is one good thing about condos yeah that's you know (laughs) always back in the day i was like man i grew up and i had to mow mow the yard and help in the freaking garden and all that crap i was like man i never want a house because i don't want to do all that shit (laughs) i I hated it because i had real bad allergies i'd be sneezing my ass off out there and all kinds of stuff i said when i grow up man i'm gonna get me a condo i don't have to do any of that crap (laughs) you know gonna have landscapers whatever and um sure enough i have houses but but i always thought that was a great i mean a lot of people don't want to do all that stuff and and yeah it's a great play if you want to live comfortable life really nice spot you know 
and um, you don't have to do any, you don't have to get your hands dirty. <laughs> yeah, true. Cause yard work costs, it, it adds up over time. You know, it does. Yeah. Man. Cause like I have one, I told you my new place, it costs me 60 bucks every two weeks to get this yard mode because the backyard is huge. I'm talking, you could have a flat out, like a hundred person party back there. Like that's how big this backyard is. Oh crap. Yeah, man. I hope nobody listens to that. <laughs> no parties allowed, but <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Nah, man. But yeah, it's like a big ass backyard. Like if you actually watch one of my videos on uh, either the share bed and breakfast on my personal page, mm-hmm. I had a video and I showed the backyard and I told my, I'm like, Damn, I didn't know this backyard was that big. I'm talking this, that backyard, I'm talking this stretches. It goes all the way back and it's wide too. And I was like, man, it was like, I think it's probably bigger, close to as big as my parents' backyard when I was growing up. Because they had a big ass backyard. But yeah, man, mm-hmm. I was And it cost me money. And I'm thinking about putting some, uh, what's it called, houses back there. Um, container homes in the future. Oh. In the future. Okay. Just to cut back on the yard space. And then like, do concrete slabs to each one. If I could put like three of them back there, man, that house would cash flow. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's in the future talks, though. That'd be awesome. A lot of a lot of things you um you had wrote a lot of things down for the episode because we were supposed to do episode you and I last week, but it ended up being we had a guest. Mm-hmm. And um, you said I saw one of the things you wrote is um something about San Diego's starting to kind of chop Airbnbs. They're back to it, man. They're back to having their talks. Oh, man. Yeah. San Diego was one of the ones at first that came out saying they were going to ban it. And then all the people came out in their green shirts. And then I guess they worked out a deal. But, yeah, San Diego's back to it. They're um, The new regulation or I think the new – yeah, San Diego, the planning commission is trying to cut down this uh, STRs in San Diego. Whatever they're planning, you would cut it down by 70%. Ooh. Our buddy, our buddy Chris Thomas is out there, right? Yeah, Chris Thomas is out there. Um, I know quite a few people out there. Yeah. Oh, who's that? The, uh, what's his name from the podcast that came on the the famous dude that came on our show? Um, oh, uh, I just talked to his wife the other day too. Uh, he's he's real strong and strong as uh, Massey. Hey, Jay, Jay Massey. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's real strong there. in San Diego. Yeah, it's a few people out there. I'm gonna actually hit somebody up and see what they like if it's had an effect on them yet. Cause yeah, they man. Yeah, San Diego is a trip, dude. It's a trip. Right. It's crazy. I mean, it's going to be – I think there's going to be a lot of evictions after this whole COVID. You know, they, the moratorium on evictions lifts. There's going to be hundreds of thousands of evictions. There's going to be the buttload, Ooh. man. And there are, and then they're going to do this crap on top of it, man. They just don't want people – man, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, I'm evictions. I mean, I could see by mid – 2021 a whole bunch of houses and foreclosure pre-foreclosure all that good stuff man it, well i not good stuff <clears throat> but all that you know this is gonna be it's gonna be interesting everybody just hold on and sit tight for a minute is that what you're doing well you're now nah, you're making moves <laughs> oh man i was like man i gotta go ahead and get it like right now like my damn house i you know my, my place i just rehab i still ain't rented it because ain't no damn internet over there and then, like, we've been waiting a month for the internet box. We finally get it. And then my brother and my dad called me. They were like, bro, there ain't no damn jacks in this house. I'm like, oh, <laughs> serious right now? No. <laughs> so I was like, damn. So I got to get that, man. It's just the pains, growing pains. But, yeah. So. Why don't you try renting it without internet? I was thinking that. But the problem is, okay, you got to manually set door codes. I have no cameras. 
have mm. no uh no ring door no doorbell nothing none of that's online mm. sounds like man i'm gonna just go ahead and wait i ain't tripping too hard i mean i ain't got no mortgage or nothing well kind of i do have a payment to make every on it every month but you know i was like man i'll just go and wait it out man i'll show i'm this close to just like f it rent it out with no internet then but i don't want the complaints you know people complain if they ain't no internet over there they can't watch their shows nothing yeah that's the thing right yeah you know we live in that age that technology driven age because you can't get well you could get cable i guess without internet right i mean it's all no can't get nothing no jacks up in there well the cable guy would install the jack right yeah but same with the internet guy but they they're tripping about coming inside because of covid Oh snap! <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm gonna call them back. My my goal is in the morning I'm gonna call them back, see if they come and install it. If not, then I'm gonna just have to be like, uh, I'm gonna see if I can get somebody off Thumbtack to run run uh run a line from the jack that he put from the box he put on the back and just run a jack in there. Cause I have all oh. the equipment, but that's my plan, you know. So yeah. Oh wow, that's. Yeah, that's, I don't know, man. That's a big one. People do need, well, the thing is people have internet on their phones. I guess that's one thing, but yeah, you're right about watching their shows and stuff, you know, especially a house because it's more like a family type deal. And if they man. can't, if they can put their their kids' iPads on the freaking internet, they'll be pissed at you, man. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that, a uh, place without the internet. So, you know, okay, so the last two weeks, you know, I went on a road trip from Arkansas to Houston to Austin to San Antonio back up to Dallas with my family. I took my family. We stayed in the Airbnb. Now it was in the hood. I mean the hood of Houston. Like it was <laughs> South side, sunny side hood of Houston. Right. It was, it was a Norman spot. Was it? No, no, no. Norman. I think Norman up North midtown. That area. Uh, okay, I, went, I, I had my father-in-law with me. Um, Hoggy's dad. And he, you know, he's from, he's from Houston. He's from sunny side. He's from the hood down there. So he's like, yeah, just get, get, get an Airbnb over, you know, back where my family lives, you know, and there was only one Airbnb in the area. I was like, oh, this tells me kind of what's going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool, though. But the only problem was, man, it, the internet went out. And then mm. it was real hard because we were trying to watch the games. We couldn't watch certain uh, – you know, we couldn't watch the Laker game, you know, and I'm all about my Lakers. So, yeah, uh. I, I could see the struggles of no internet. And he even hit me up, the, the host. He's like, man, the internet go out over there? Because he lost his cameras. So, yeah, but this one, it was – a. You could tell he did a rehab on it, but it was certain systems he had in place that just wasn't working, man. Like he, mm. like in the backyard, like he extended the house. He put an extra room on the house, which is cool. He put the uh, put an extra bathroom in there. But the thing about the house was, man, he ran from the extra for the extra water in the back. He had to remove the uh, washer and dryer and put the washer and dryer in the back of the house outside. But he stacked the washer and dryer on top of each other. These ain't stackable units, by the way. So you have to. So he put a little st- a step stool on there so you could reach the buttons on the top of the washer at the top. I'm like, bro, what are you got going on over here? Man, asking for a lawsuit. Someone falling off this. Dude, I was like, I'm looking at this like, bro, did you stack a washer and dryer that ain't stackable? But he did. And uh, other than that, you know, it was in the hood. Like, you can tell it was in the hood because, like, okay, to get to this place, it's on the main road. But he, he, he locks it up. Like, he, there's a gate. You know, you push open the gate, but you have to get out your car on the busy highway, push, put your emergencies on, put the lock on. After you put the lock code in, unlock the gate. He has another lock on the screen door. So you got to put a code in on the screen door. After you get to the screen door, you got to put another lock on, put another code in to get to the man. I told him in the review, I'm like, bro, 
you got to calm down with the locks, man. I don't think nobody's – two locks should be enough. The one to get into the gate, cool. The one on the front door, cool. But the one on the screen door, come on, bro. And the codes are like these seven-digit codes. Like oh, 0728552. I'm like, bro, what is <laughs> Then, like, if you go out – so if you go out the front door to go get something out of your car – and let's say you accidentally close that screen door, you got to remember that long-ass code. I'm like, oh, oh damn. But it was a cool Airbnb. I gave him a five-star, but I let him know. I'm like, hey, man, tune in to live, let thrive for some time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle over here, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, it was in the hood. hood. Like, but he's got no competition there, so he can do whatever the hell nope, he wants. <laughs> none. I'm talking no competition at all. So what, did his, what did his calendar look like? Uh, it was we were only the second people to stay in it oh wow yeah but he has like four other places in houston but this one i, I noticed i'm like because i'm like damn it ain't nothing up but it it, it it's gonna hit i'll say that airbnb is gonna only attract people from that area that know that area because you know houston's so big it ain't like to stay in sunnyside you got to know the area ain't nobody just about to go down there you know it's like Yes, <laughs> you ain't about to just stumble up on that, but yeah, man. So, you know, wow, H Town, y'all go to Turkey Leg Hut? Hell yeah! <laughs> no, we didn't. It's still open. I mean, there's a social distancing, or they just all pack them in. I would say all of Texas is open, man. I ain't see because we went to San Antonio, we went to Houston, we went to Austin. It ain't nothing. <clears throat> Like, Texas is straight up open, man. I'm talking, you bars open, um, 6th Street was open. Like, I, I would consider Texas to be fully open at this point. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty open. I noticed the other, uh, I went to the gym, because I go to this little gym now right down the road. You're trying to get back into shape. And um, little $10 a month gym. <laughs> but it's, it's nice. It's, you know, whatever. And they have, um, they've always done the, since I've been going, they've always done every other treadmill and every other elliptical, you know, saying, do not use this one, you know, so, so a little spread, spread them out. Anyways, I went this, I went this morning and um, actually uh, Wednesday morning, cause I was off Wednesday. I went Wednesday morning and there's actually workers there. Cause usually before work, I go like a five in the morning, there's no workers there, but I saw, I went like on Wednesday and there were some workers there and I saw that they took all those signs off of the, of the machine. So everything was, you could use everything now. And I was like, you know, whatever. I'm cool with it. I'm not really too scared of Rona. If it don't kill no, you know, 75 year old president, it probably ain't going to kill me. Right. <laughs> 75 year old, 300 pound president, you know, but, um, <laughs> anyways, politics aside, um, they, they, um, I, I asked him after I was leaving, I said, like, oh, so y'all open, you know, I see y'all, y'all opened it up more. Y'all, y'all, y'all got rid of those signs on the ones that you're not supposed to use. Like, yeah, you know, um, it's, um, it's, it's new management. So they're, they're the ones that, that did it. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> some new management takes over. It says, ah, we don't need to follow no Rona, Rona protocols. So the gym is fully open now. So they can do whatever they want at the gym, man. I think the only rule is you have to like wear a mask station to station. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But when you yeah. get to your station, you could take the damn thing off, which is kind of, kind of weird. But so, yeah, man, Texas, okay. Texas is open for business. Yeah. And, unless thought- Biden. Unless Biden wins, and then we all have to wear masks, like, because the government says so. No, oh, now, now, I, now, the mask thing, I think that's going to be in there regardless. Because, like, everywhere I went, you have to wear a mask to go in. Like, to go inside, you have to wear a mask. 
Right. I, but the crazy part is if you're eating, they tell you, of course, you have to take your mask off. So it's like, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know. But So COVID just chills over here in the corner while you're eating. Yeah. And then as soon as they, you're done eating and you put the mask back on, oh, they attack you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attack this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's done eating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know, man. So it's, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, it was, it's crazy with the COVID thing. It's crazy, but, you know, it's just a new thing, a new thing, whatever. Oh, I have some advice to ask you. It's real estate. It's Airbnb real estate related. Right. So, okay, so I told you I'm, I have my um, – I, um, I can refinance in December, right? But I was thinking since the house is sitting, I was like, man, what if I go ahead and get it appraised now and I'll know what I'm getting back in December? You know, appraisal lasts 120 days, right? But – I could, I could hold off refinance in December and this guy, uh, the guy that I'm refinancing with who I did the first refinance with, he was like, well, uh, cause you know, he, he gave me an, an, an uh, inspection waiver on this house. So they gave me a loan. Uh, they gave me a loan based upon what the price amount that I told them. Whoa. So yeah, kind of a little weird. But I told them a true appraisal amount that I had received like six months ago on this house, which I probably could have either went up or went lower, you know, but I ain't trying to end up in bad debt. So, and plus I didn't pull out on this one. I didn't pull any money out. This one, the next, this one I'm doing, I'm pulling money out. I'm like, man, should I wait for that waiver or just get it appraised now and see what it's worth? Which would you do? Man, that, that waiver thing sounds pretty sweet. If you can just name whatever price you want to name on it, I mean, shit, you know, that sounds pretty, that's a too good to be true deal, man. I never heard of that before. You could just write down any number Not within, any number. within reason. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're running comps on the area. Like they've probably seen what been sold in the last three to six months. And then like, okay. Oh, okay, he gave a legit number. You know what I mean? Well, if you're going on that, then they don't know that you fixed they don't take into account that you fixed it up, right? If it's going on what the houses have sold for in that area. True. But the house directly next door, I'm not mad at it. So it just sold for, I thought these houses were going to go for like one thirty, ish but the house next door sold for one twelve, which I still ain't tripping because we only put like 60 into it. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm hmm. like, man, I'll get all my money back. Right, right, right. But isn't it an average of like five houses or something like that in the area? What do you mean? That what the appraisal is? Isn't I'm not like sure. the, they don't just do it on one house. They have to average it by like five, the last five or something. Yeah. I know when they did an appraisal on my house in Arlington, they did something like that. Really? Like five, like they chose like five or six houses that are in the area that have sold in the last six months, something like that. So, yeah. So I, and I've heard that appraisals are taking forever to do right now because they're so they're so in demand. Mm-hmm. So and, uh, well, well, I don't know, and that's very area specific as well. Yeah, that's the one true. I did here, like he didn't want to, they didn't want to do it. Plus, these people are based out of California. Like, and he was just like, "Hey, well, what what what's going on with the house? I think I, what did I do? I think I sent him pictures of the house. Mm-hmm. Just like cool. And these, this one, I could send brand new high def photos, you know, of everything fixed up. Right, right. So I don't know, man. I'm kind of like, dang, if I can wait. But I'm like, I kind of want to know the value now. But I don't know. It's 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 power and patience. You know, I could wait. But he was saying, but he also said the flip side is they might not do the uh, waiver. The, the uh, waiver. He goes, it's all up to Freddie, uh, Fannie Mac, Freddie Mac, Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae. So 
Yeah, oh, that's a good question, man. Yeah, I mean, if they can do the waiver and you get a good price, yeah, definitely do that. That's a lot better, right? Yeah. Then roll it, rolling the dice with somebody to go in there and, you know, I don't know. It's it's a tough call, dude. But I don't know. Can you choose the best of the two? If so, <laughs> I know that's what I was thinking. Like, hey, uh, if they give me a BS one, hey, man, you want to waive this? So that. Go with another, go with another bank after that. I don't know. Yeah, if give you he was, he was straight up. He was like, "We can do one." He goes, "This will ask you." He goes, "But if you do it now, we need to have all the refinance done pretty quick come December." He goes, "We we would have to close by February first to keep your that that uh, appraisal value." Hmm. Yeah. So, do you really really need the money right now, or well, I wouldn't get it. I still wouldn't get it. It would just give me a value of how much I'm gonna get. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a good question. Uh, I do want to find out about that waiver for using it for myself, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, New American Funding. Hit them up. Tell them Micah sent you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. New American Funding. Ken Funding. Yeah, and, they're, uh, and it's pretty good because they're based out of Cali. So if you get off work at 5 o'clock, they still open for two hours. You can chop it up with them. You ain't got to wait till your lunch break and all that. So, yeah. That's, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, I, I, I put a quote, um, uh, that I, I thought I was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> to toot my own horn, the, the one of <laughs> the last quote I sent you to put up there on the website, it said, reward yourself with each new cash flowing property with a lifestyle enhancement instead of luxuries, things like someone to mow your yard, someone to clean your house, someone to wash your vehicles, etc. With each new, with each task you offload, it's more time you put towards growing your business, which compounds into more time and more money. And yes, eventually all the flexes. And because see what happened, I was, um, because when I picked up that unit and I was like, you know, the guy to rent it out for whatever, you know, making a, a good profit, seven, eight hundred bucks a month. And I was like, well, that's another cash flowing profit on top of my other ones. I was like, and so I said, you know what? I, and I was even contemplating before I got that one, I was even contemplating, man, should I just start cutting my own grass and save money that way? It's like, no, 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 no. I, I offload those tasks that take, they take a lot of time. They take effort. They take, you're out, you're away from, you know, you're away from your family, you're away from, the, you know, and I could, shit, I could even work overtime, you know, make more money doing that. But, but I was thinking, man, the next thing, what else could I offload with each property? I'm going to make more cash flow. Yes, that's great. And I want to put it into the next project, but I should, I should probably reward myself, my family. As soon as I got that, as soon as I got that deal, got that thing rented, I told my wife, I'm going to have someone come over and do a a nice clean for the house and clean the house top to bottom. And so, you know, I paid for that. I was like, I can now I can like once a month, get someone in here to clean. It helps my wife out, you know, because she's she's at home all day with two little ones so it's a lot of stress for her <laughs> so to have someone come in once a month make the house real you know spotless and stuff mm-hmm. i think that helps out so i was like yeah so the next thing will be because you've already you've already outsourced your cars right you don't even wash your cars no more you take them to a spot so that's gonna be either, my next thing i either take them to a spot or I, my neighbor uh i have a we have a neighborhood guy who rolls through and cleans everybody's car and he clean car for like 40 60 bucks inside out spotless <laughs> my guy jp man or dp i'm sorry my guy dp man he'll hook you up how how long does it take him to do one depends like if i I usually do it on a saturday we sitting at the house and he outside he probably do hour hour and a half 
for both cars? Uh, no, not both. Probably one. For yeah. one. So if he and if he brings his son with him, it'll probably be like forty-five minutes. Him and his son okay. go in there, tag it up. Um, he, he he does my my two cars and the neighbor's two cars. Yeah. Got a little business, man. Cash oh, yeah, money. Yeah, hustling, man. Cash yeah. money. Cause that's like, I mean, if he did was able to knock one out by himself in an hour, that's that's fifty, sixty bucks an hour right there. Straight up, that's how you cash money. Not as you know, Uncle Sam don't got to see. <laughs> see Straight that up, one. like the way you thinking. Uncle <laughs> Sam ain't got to see that, you know. And if he got a couple of workers like his son under him, he don't even have to wash the cars. Straight up, he just take a cigarette ch- and tell his son what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he good people, man. He always man. He like every time he come over, like whenever he's at the neighbor's house, like, hey, man, you sure you don't need your car washed? I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, come get hooked up. So he's cool. Mo- mobile car washing service. That's pretty oh, neat. Man. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. People come wash your car. If you know, oh. if you then of course though they have like the legit ones, which are a little bit more money. But yeah, you can definitely outsource stuff like that. And like you said, you reward yourself because I definitely after we close on our property, get a new arbitrage, get a new property, we definitely reward ourselves. And then at completion, like if we after we finish the rehab, rewarded ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. reward yourself for your hard work. That's a fact. So so what? Like let's say you got another cash flowing one, which you will pretty soon. What would be the next thing that like a, a task that you would offload? A task that I'm I don't really have tasks to offload right now. Um my thing Off- is what I would do is right now how I do it, I reward myself, but then what I do is I uh I'll find one of my liabilities and I'll let that prop property pay for it. Yeah, I don't really I don't really have much to offload. Uh but I am gonna hit up your guy Federico. Cause uh, I definitely need that help. I'm, I oh yeah, help. Federico. Yeah, shout yeah, out to him. Yeah, me and uh, I think me and Tiana were in that chat. So yeah, I'm definitely reaching out to him. Smart guy, man. Real smart guy. Oh yeah. See, I need somebody smarter, so then he can probably see it from a different angle and know how to make it even better. That's what I need. So he's he's under me and Steve's management company. All right. <laughs> all right. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll be we'll be spreading the word on my little management company coming up soon. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you off the thing off the thing about about okay. how we're setting how we're setting it up. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but um, so I guess me, I guess like I said, I don't I don't mow yards no more. I I I don't um like I. I I'm going to start paying you know, once a month for the cleaning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess another thing I could do is maybe if it, if it, um, if you get another property, I could, I could change that twice a month. Who knows? I, you know, I just started thinking of things that it just helps out a little bit more. And, um, the car wash thing, I want to, I'm going to look into like, at least those places where you could take it and then get it washed. You know, you can, you can buy like a season pass for that shit or something like that. Right. Yeah. Those are like, if I do have to do it, I do. I I have one right here on the corner for like twenty bucks. Yeah, or you can right. get like a, or you can get the seat. Yeah, one of the season passes at like one of the big ones that go inside and out of your car. You right? Yeah, and then I guess another thing is um, car maintenance. Now I've always done like smaller things, well, smaller to mid-sized things like brake jobs, you know, oil changes, stuff like that. And um, excuse me, and. What happened, you know, it's a funny story. The other day I was driving home, my, my trailblazer started like, started slipping a little bit. It started like, you know, I couldn't catch the next gear. I was like, oh, you know, this transmission crap's going to happen right now while I'm in the middle of getting another unit. You know, it just, it's just, yeah. it's, um, I pulled over to the gas station. I, you know, I was able to coast into a gas station, put it back in, you know, park, put it back in drive. And I went back roads home. 
and it, and it worked it was working all right it was just a little hesitant like that man mm-hmm. you know my car my my trouble is my trouble is paid off my cars are paid off but the trouble is it's, it's pretty old it's from 2004 and um i was like thinking i just all these thoughts crossed my mind should i get a new vehicle this and that I was like, ah, let me just take go to O'Reilly's and ask him a few questions. And there's a the old white dude. He's a real knowledgeable guy. <laughs> he's telling me he did the check on the on the the read the the codes, and he said, oh, you know, it could be this sensor right here that's in you know that in charge of that whatever the sensor was called. I was like, well, how much is that sensor? He's like, ah, thirty nine bucks. I was like, well, let me let me go ahead and buy it, try it out, see if that's it. Otherwise, I'm gonna take it to a shop, and you know they're gonna pay. I was, I was gonna be out some money. You know, once you take yeah. a car to a shop, they're gonna get you. Yeah. I, and so I swapped it out right there at the O'Reilly's. Boom, boom, boom. 39 bucks for that part. Fired it up, drove it around the block. Man, it works like a freaking brand new car now. I was like, man, how many people, this problem occurs, and they're like, I just need to make it to the dealership to get me another car. You know what I'm saying? They just freak out, and they want to throw away their vehicle. Yeah. But at 39 bucks and some, and get your hands a little greasy, and you got, you know, you fix the problem. Yeah. So that one I have to kind of like, you know, balance out if I want to get robbed by a dealership or you know <laughs> robbed by a <laughs> I can't wait till my car is paid off i know what you mean man. Yeah, that, yeah. Get a car note car yeah yeah i know for a fact once i'm done with these two car notes that's way more cash flow coming back into my pocket you know it's like 500 dollars a month coming back in my pocket that's two cars plus if you wanted to drop it from full coverage to liability that's a lot more savings too if you i always think yeah. about it like that because i always I, i'm cool with liability you know, I kind of like do liability, but then I might add, you know, towing on there. I might add a couple things that I think I need, you know, mm-hmm. whereas instead of paying like a hundred something a month for full coverage, you know, you can pay like 30 bucks a month for liability. <laughs> so that's a savings yeah. too, right? That's true. I always do yeah. full coverage though. Even if it's Even- paid off, I'll, I'll do full coverage, uh-huh. but that's just me. That might be a psychological thing on me. But I may look into just the uh, liability, like you said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been doing. I do full coverage even after I'm paid off, though. Now, now, when you say full coverage, do you just take what they give you, or do you sit there and talk with the person and go item by item? Do I need fifteen thousand in coverage? Do I need twenty thousand? Do I need a hundred thousand in coverage for the other? Dr- do you go down item by item because I though- will sometimes because I can just yeah. change mine online. I just go to Progressive and I can change it and then uh-huh. get a better price. I sometimes will, but I usually haven't. Cause like our okay. insurance, cause remember we're pretty young. Mahogany's 28. So her, our insurance just went down like three years ago when she hit 25. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I, I, I sometimes itemize it. I haven't really. Oh, okay. Yeah. just, I mean, a penny saved is a penny earned as they say, right? That's real. That's real. And so, <laughs> but what other topics did you have, my brother? Oh, man, man. I was talking about a lot of stuff. Airbnbs and low-income areas. Uh, oh, you know, because we, we stayed at the um, Live by Lowe's this past weekend. You know, real nice hotel in Arlington. And, like, it was so annoying. It, I've really seen the value in Airbnb by doing that. It's a lot of value in Airbnbs. Like, they don't have microwaves. You got to ask for them to bring stuff up. They don't have utensils. I'm like... Dude, next time we're just gonna get an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, that was about it. But yeah, other than that, but yeah, I've been stayed at a at Airbnb. It was pretty cool. So definitely, I'm definitely more. I think you were more the person that used Airbnb, and I wasn't the person that used it like to travel and stuff. But I definitely see the benefit in it. 
You want to talk about something controversial? What is it? <laughs> it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's funny though that I see. You know, I now we we're accumulating a lot of um, real estate minded, um, financial independence minded people, mm-hmm. and um, and we have, of course, we're minorities, so we got a lot of minority friends and a lot of minorities. I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. A lot of minorities hate Trump, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> it's like they'll pull your card if you don't hate Trump, right? You can't get into the, you know, to the house party. Pulling mine. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I back up shit with sex. <laughs> but it was. Biden, funny, but go ahead. It was so funny when when the the taxes thing came out the other day. How he only pays 750 bucks in taxes, and so most of our minority friends are going crazy. You see, blah blah blah. He sees this. He's a cheat. He's this and that. Whereas real estate and um, small business minded people were like, damn, we need to get his accountant. <laughs> Honestly, I know this thing ain't even really, it's not even really minorities. Cause it's funny, me, my guy, Josh and my guy, Norman, we had a whole conversation on that. <sighs> to me, I don't think it was minorities. I think it was more of a liberal versus Republican thing. And they're using it as bait to put out there. You know what I mean? And like, Hell, we, yeah, as entrepreneurs, shit, we looking for a tax break, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I, I'm, I was the whole time, I'm like, man, who's the tax guy? That's what I want to, I don't give a damn about Trump's COVID doctor. Who's this tax dude, man? <laughs> <laughs> Get him on the stage to speak. <laughs> but that's just me. I, I guess I, I would just mean it as, like, most, most of uh, our minority friends are, you know, they vote Democrat and they, and most, a lot of them, you know, blame everything on Trump, but it was just funny how the ones that are actually, you know, out there being entrepreneurs and investors and and know about how you can save on taxes. We weren't hating on them for that part. Right. That's the, that's the one thing I saw. Also. Okay. Since we're going to get a little political. So me and my guy were talking about that, like them hating on Trump, right, for not paying taxes. This is how I know it's a Democrat versus Republican thing. Bezos is open about him not paying taxes, and they ain't never on his ass about it. He'll openly come out and say he don't pay no damn taxes. It's been articles on top of articles, but he don't get bashed for it. I'm like, what gives him a pass? Oh, because he's Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. <laughs> that's why I was like, okay, dude's been t- There's so many articles about him not paying taxes, but I mean, that's how I look at it. I- I'm not, you know, I-, I don't lean one way or the other. I'm kind of in the middle. You know, I see things from the Republican point of view, I see things from the Democratic point of view, but, you know, I just be like, <sighs> I-, I-, I guess I-, I mentioned to-, to you before a long time ago, rich people. It goes. They it seem they always seem to donate fifty percent of their you know their donations to the to the right side of the aisle and fifty percent to the left side of the aisle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the bases are the bases are covered. Either way, the tide turns. They got people on both sides. You know, so they don't they're not picking a favorite. They just they, they spread the, they spread their money out and <laughs> whoever wins. Hey, you remember me? I gave you some money. Facts. That's- yeah. So honestly, that's what you're supposed to do with the economic system if you have one. Degrees everybody's in, damn it. And then if they don't push your shit across, pull their funding. That's that simple. But hey, I'm not going to go into my rant. But yeah. So with the <laughs> little politics talk. Like I said, I, I you know, I, I lean libertarian, which, yeah, you know, yeah, I, facts, me so, too. so I don't, I don't usually vote on either side anymore. But um, 
so yeah i just thought that was a, a little funny observation you know <laughs> already as soon as you start talking i was like oh, i know where you're going with this like, it's funny like me and my partners we had like a whole conversation about that it was funny <laughs> yeah it's funny oh man so uh, it, on the on the minority thing, that's a local local uh, local estates is mm-hmm. uh, run by uh, an African American girl. That's what's named, up. Yeah, my MJ um, Mariah Johnson. Yeah, she's gonna she's the one that's gonna you, you'll talk to eventually. Okay. You know, I want to get her on the podcast. She's Good wrong. Yeah. she's starting this company, man. She's making some big moves. I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. You know, to see so, that you know, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of um, minority entrepreneurs coming up. You know, yeah, especially in. Texas and Atlanta, man. There we go. You know, so yeah, man. They're hustling hard. I make me, I make me look like freak. I ain't doing nothing, you know. But, <laughs> but comparison is the thief of joy. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm building slow. Whatever. We have our show. We got. We're, you know, we're doing. We're doing things too. So I'm not gonna be like, oh crap. I gotta. I gotta buy 20 houses this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact, man. You do what you gotta do. Do what you do, and uh, it'll come back around. Yeah, and then it just becomes fun. It becomes yeah, it fun. Is. And I'm happy you brought up that thing earlier, man. He dropped a real gem. If you just try something, things will open up to you. That is a fact, man. Because, like, it's crazy. Now that I've done a real estate deal where I'm rehabbing and everything else, now I look at another deal, and it's easy. I'm like, oh, I can just do this, this. This is how much it'll cost. I'll go get another one. You know, you ain't as intimidated anymore. And then those opportunities present themselves. Really, opportunities come off of what you know. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I remember you saying a couple weeks ago, that wholesaler, came in and he didn't know that you could be a connection for him in the future. He, once he learns that he'll now have, he'll not, not, now see that person as an opportunity. He'll say like, Oh, he's an opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. so keep investing in your mind. I'll say that, you know, it's a trip too. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't realize how much about the stuff that you know until like, let's say for example, a buddy of mine at work is like, Hey Steve, you know, they asked me something at first when I started get, dipping my toe into real estate, you know, I never, I didn't feel qualified to answer anybody's questions because I was still learning too. Yeah. But then it's funny. Cause like someone will ask me something about whatever real estate or Airbnb and that'll just spew out of me, dude, all this stuff. I'm like, damn, I do know a lot of shit. You know, it's just, it's funny. You don't, you don't, we still think, Cause I guess a little insecure sometimes cause we hang out with the big dogs, the big, big dogs. And then we don't think, Oh man, I don't know very much. I don't know shit. Yeah. But then, but then someone asks you like a colleague or something, you're like, you're telling them all, you're like, damn, I do know some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Like my colleague was like, cause we were talking about taxes. My colleague was like, gee, you know a lot about taxes. I was like, Oh, I guess I do. You know, cause I guess like how, we, how I look at things, you know, from a tax perspective, is a little bit different from if I just worked a nine to five, you know, so I know how to get a few more write-offs. They're like, damn, you do that, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, but you're not writing off your haircuts yet, are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try to get there. Hey, the president said it's cool, right? Oh, man, if he's doing that, yeah, I'm going to try to get there. $70,000 in haircuts. You you can write off haircuts, though. That is a very, especially if you're a, um, we could actually write off our haircuts because we have a podcast. Oh, yeah. I need to start getting haircuts. Yeah, yeah. We can definitely <laughs> write that off because we, we, we have a podcast. Appearance, our appearance, Yes, right? our appearance. There you go. See, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm writing off uh, 750 square feet of my house this year as business use. This the office. Office and then Mahogany's gym and then yeah, about 200 square feet in, the, the, uh, in our uh, bedroom that Mahogany uses as her little office. So, yeah, I'm writing off all that. Nice, nice, yeah. 
got to find write-offs wherever you can, you know. That's the thing too, you know, and, and you have a, a good CPA, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my next offload because I've always tried to do my taxes myself. I'm going to hand that off. Oh, I got somebody for you if you want to. Yeah. He's a straight Airbnb CPA. He's going to hit you up, tell you what you need to do. He's going to give you the SBA, the PPP, all that. He's going to hook you up. Yeah, that's, he hooked me up. Yeah, he was like, hey, fill this out. Fill this out. Go here and do this. He was like, yeah, then you can write all this off. Yeah, he goes, hey, your wife starts your other business. Hey, put it under this LLC. Now you have two LLCs. Now you can write off multiple things in your house. Your phone bill goes down. You just make sure each LLC pays a part of the phone bill. Yes. Yeah, oh, I write off damn. phone bills. Yeah, I, my phone bill now is 55 bucks out of my pocket. that's that's a great investment right there cpa straight up man because he'll make you more than you're actually you know paying paying for his services right he'll make you that back tenfold probably yeah what did you say you say dallas is growing on me what you mean by that (sighs) i guess in a sense that it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool place you know yeah you're a a pretty cool place I'm a funky town, yeah. <laughs> I'm a funky town. You from the funk? Yeah, yeah, and and I, I love Fort Worth, but but Dallas, man, it's it's just a different vibe, and it's cool, you know. If 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 um, <laughs> I don't want to dog it out, but it's cool. It's like it's a mix. It's a mix, you know. You got you got you got the poor, and then you got the super rich. And you got the hipsters, you know, and then it's it's just a cool. They got cool little like like um like like I said, the, the, right around the corner from my spot is called Jimmy's Italian Deli. It's like an it's an old Italian deli. It's been there like freaking forever, like a hundred years. And you got old. I mean, it's like they got old, like really cool restaurants and places to go. You know, of course the clubs, but there's no clubs right now. Really, not too bad. But they got bars, and it's just like a, they're making it more like a walking around city. I don't know. It's got a cool vibe to it, man. Dallas is, is Dallas is pretty cool. I'm not. I never really hung out too much in Dallas, but when I'm there, I'm like, ah, wow. I feel like I feel a little cooler. I feel. <laughs> It's funny, like, when I first moved to the DFW, you know, I, it took me a little bit. Um, my sister was living in Frisco, and I came down here, and I was like, man, I, I was trying to get out of Arkansas at the time, and I drove around Dallas. I drove around Houston. I wanted to move to Houston, but I was like, man, that's a little far. I'm going to do Dallas first, see if I like it. And I moved here, but I was like, I never really – I never attached to Fort Worth. Like I attached to Dallas and Arlington. Like I loved Dallas and I loved Arlington, but I never got attached to Fort Worth, man. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I get that college, college town vibe when I'm in Fort Worth. Oh, the, like close to TCU area, maybe? Maybe so. Maybe so. Like I, I had my, like me and Mahogany have gone out in Fort Worth probably three times since we've been living here the last seven years. We went to like a little wine uh, distillery. We went to, I think, was it Seventh Street? Okay. We went down there, and we went somewhere else. Oh, uh, we used to go to the botanical gardens a lot. Okay. Stockyards. That's pretty nice. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, I have to, I have to probably get with you because you're a local. You know, you know. Yeah, everything. stockyards is okay. Um, the you, you ever go to Sundance Square downtown, downtown Fort Worth? Yeah, I have. That was that's cool. cool. That that's was cool. cool. Yeah, I like that area. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's even, they've even built on it more. You know, they have a big old area where it's only walking around there's no cars or nothing they have like these water fountains and this yeah see and, and is the airbnb see and i don't know the airbnb game out there i know i know it was a little strict at a time right 
you can do it in um commercial commercially zoned areas so like a big old you know apartment, apartment complexes and stuff like that you can do it there and, and um residential is still banned but they're working on it they're actually they're working on trying to like let people do it out of their house and stuff okay. and, and like you said before they don't really enforce it too much <laughs> unless someone complains but they're working on trying to let people Airbnb out of their house, which would be a game changer for me. A game mother loving changer. Yeah. Big old house with a pool. I'm bouncing to the next one. Are you, are you, <laughs> I have a question for your, your place. Are you considered Fort Worth? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm Fort Worth. Because you like right on the edge, ain't you? You like on the edge of Fort Worth and what? You live? Well, Hearst. 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 But Hearst is banned too, so. But yeah, that's yeah. cool though. But if they lift that, man, ooh. <laughs> Are they enforcing it in Hearst? Yeah, yeah. They use that same company that Arlington, the ones that had pictures and all that stuff. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy. So my neighbor, right across the street, directly across the street, he um he put mahogany's um was it the mini split in or AC unit. And he does work for everyone around the house. He helped my other neighbor design his back patio. This dude knows how to do some stuff. But he's been fixing up his house, right? He's been putting up these panels on the side of the windows. It looks hella nice. They put a cart, like one of those little garden things off the top, off the second story. It looks real nice. But I didn't know the whole time he was doing it, man. He, he's been doing all this work to turn his house into an Airbnb, right? Oh, and I'm like, no. and so he, uh, Mahogany hit me up today. She goes, oh, I, um, she goes, um, the neighbors, you know, he, he, they're getting ready to leave that place and go somewhere else smaller because they're getting a little older. So they don't want, I think they don't want the two stories. And he's like, yeah, they, they, they're getting ready to turn it into an Airbnb. And the only reason we knew, cause she posted on Instagram, she said Airbnb in 2021. And my, my wife was like, uh, I told her don't post that. Cause I'm like, if you ain't got no licensing. And I was like, I was thinking, I'm like, I'm like, they shut Steve's down. Cause I told her, I said, they shut Steve's down quick. I'm like, I don't know if she's going to be able to do it over there. Cause I think they're going to know quick. Like as soon as you put it up, you know, I think that, but I, I'm real interested to see because we're very far south. We damn near in Mansfield. But I don't know if they'll enforce it. But if they don't, hey, I might be on to the next one too. But, <laughs> but no, nah, I, I don't know, you know. So I, I was like, I was like, you can test it out and see. Because I know, you know, because she said she was going to try to go get a, a license. And I'm like, I don't know if they're giving them out if you outside no. of the entertainment district or if you don't have a multifamily. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, but I've seen quite a few outside the uh, – entertainment district though because i always i always go in there and look every now and then the only reason i went and looked this time was because um the lady who does my locks miss mary shout out to her she always listens to the podcast the lady who does my locks she told me but she stayed at one over right right it was in the entertainment district but she showed me a few that were i, I looked at her phone there was a few of them that were outside of it so i don't know if they're doing it legally illegally i don't know i would think illegally because yeah it's only that one mile radius or something, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But are they? Mine, mine was just right down. Do it. I wonder if they're enforcing it during COVID. That's what I was wondering. I think so. I think so because um, I I follow the the Arlington Short Term Rental Alliance. Oh, yeah. And some guy put on there the other day. Hey, you know, I got this warning from the city. Blah blah. blah. It's like, a, but I'm gonna still keep doing it because I don't think that they don't. And and then right away, you know, I think the 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 guys, the big guys on there, like, hey man, you gotta stop because they're gonna come at you after that one. They're gonna come at you with the with a misdemeanor. They don't play. Arlington don't play. So um, yeah, that guy that guy thought it was a joke too, but no, they they're they're hardcore still. Because you you know they're they're uh, they're expanding that live by Lowe's hotel. They're building oh, like wow. seven hundred more directly across the street. Yep. 
Yeah, it was like the, it was billionaires. Hotel. Billionaires came in town with their with their hotels. I told you this yeah. man, a long time ago. You're right. And then, hotel. And they, as soon as they got up and running, shut down Airbnb. I mean, it's just it's sickening how how obvious it was. You know, it's sickening. But that's and then just gentrifying how. the hell out of that area. <sighs> you see, man, they put built three. I think I already told you they built three brand new houses right there on the side of the what street is that Road to Six Flags. Somebody bought all that land over there and built three brand new looking houses. And I know the houses across the street are Airbnbs. I think I know whose Airbnbs they are, but uh, I know those houses are Airbnbs, but these ones are going to crush it. And the reason I knew they were Airbnbs and I was passing by them, after they got built, man, I seen all the big 65-inch TVs set all up and the exact same ones on each lot. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a damn Airbnb, all three of them. So, <laughs> yeah, they gentrified that area, and now they're, yeah, it's <laughs> dirty game. It's a dirty game, man, but that's that's how um, politics, how government has always worked, though, right? Yeah. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Sure. <laughs> and it's funny because people are chipping about $1,200 paychecks. How many freaking millions did the government give these guys with the hotels? They put their hand out. Hey, I'm not renting my rooms because of COVID. They got millions of dollars because they know the politicians. They know the politicians. Right. Our freaking tax dollars straight into their pockets, you know. It's kind of messed up, but, you know, that's how it is. Oh. So I'll be yeah. Oh, Come I on. have one more question for you. You said something. You said are interest rates making folks bid too much for houses? That's a good question. <laughs> no, they just dipped again, right? Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. In Texas probably so. Yeah, it's 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 always a it's a strange game because because I mean they say, oh, look how low they are. And look in 1980, their, their interest rates were 12 or 14%. Yeah, but in 1980, you could buy a house for twenty or $30,000, you know? It's like <laughs> now that same house is $300,000. So it's like a give and take, you know? So I don't, I don't, um, I think, I do, I think, well, the main thing, I mean, the interest rates makes it even worse, but I mean, as far as people bidding for too much for the houses, mm. but it's just a shortage. It's just no one. Yeah. It's just a shortage of houses right now. Cause people that want to sell them, if they have tenants in there, they can't evict them. <laughs> you can't, it's a moratorium on evictions, man. Mm. So that makes it even, even more um, uh, like uh, attractive to do short-term rentals or corporate rentals. Man, I'm happy you brought that up. I agree. I, I, I... It would be hard having long-term tenants right now. Oh, how's your issue? How's your issue going? It's 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 going good. It's back to it's back to what it was. You know, I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid. So yeah, we had a coming to Jesus moment again, and um, as and they they paid up and they paid up, so they're back on track again. They just not much I can do right now because even if I. Wait a minute. If they're listening, there's a lot I can do right now. <laughs> your month to month, I can kick your ass out now. <laughs> they're listening. But um, a lot of people are in a, like people come on there and this, uh, there's like that, that site I put you on that Facebook page. I put you on about yeah. Texas, Texas, um, um, renters. So whatever, Texas renters, of, you know, whatever. It was yeah. something like that. People that own landlords, landlords of Texas. And it's run by a lawyer out of San Antonio, I think. And he gives like real good, real good nuggets of the law, cause especially right now, because, you know, yeah. people are wondering what the hell can I do with bad tenants? You can still kick them out if they're bad, you know, just don't mention the word that they're not paying rent because of COVID or this, or that, you, you know, they, they're still, he gives a lot of good advice, but 
but on there someone was saying yeah this this tenant you know they've been they've been on month to month for a while but i you know they they've been paying hit or miss but i think i want to put them on a longer contract or this and that and that's like like don't be putting nobody under long contracts right now because <laughs> then all the power is just back to them because they got a long lease right yeah because before it's month to month and you 30 days get out you know whatever but as soon as you sign that 12 month lease with them they're like, ah, i'm not gonna pay you now it's covid covid <laughs> you know yeah I, one thing i was thinking you could do to probably thwart it a little bit sign a lease with your llc and put in the lease with your llc no subletting and then let the LLC lease it back to somebody. And then if anything gets effed up, then say, man, I, uh, you come in as the owner and be like, hey, I don't know this dude. He's up in my place. He wasn't supposed to be here. See what mm. I'm saying? Yeah, but even that, they're, they're not even – I hear like some, a lot of cities aren't even looking at evictions at all right now. So you'd have to be waiting until they start the moratorium lifts. You'd, they'll still be in there as long when as they When do you think want. that's going to get lifted? It's all the way to the end of the year, but – what if COVID is like doubles or triples by then? You know what I'm saying? What are they going to do then? I'm pretty sure the numbers will go, go down after the election. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wait. joking. I'm not. I'm joking. I know it's crazy to joke around about it, but it, so they say they, they say cases. It, it's the, the thing is cases. Yeah, they go up, they whatever, up and down, up, down, up. But the, the deaths are going way down because they know how to kind of like treat it now, you know, catch it early on and treat it. Were they it, ever but, high? <laughs> We're not going to go into all that. Okay. Already at the- <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to, but I'm, I'm like, no, nah, I'll be quiet. But yeah, um, it's been a good app, man. We Did we talk about everything in this in this show? I yeah, think. man, this has been a real good app, man. It's been a while since we just hopped in, talked politics, talked Airbnb, and talked it all. But yeah, man, it's been a real good episode, man. It's a good app, man. And uh, just keep, like I said, keep getting at it, keep going at it, and big things will happen. I mean, it's just... Yeah, big things happen. Yeah, you, you got to stay at it because a lot of people hopped off because of the COVID, you know, freaked out. But but the ones that stuck to it, man, they're doing really good at the Airbnb right now, at the yeah. short-term rentals. I don't want to keep saying Airbnb, short-term yeah. rentals. That's a fact. Man. Yeah, and if you're scared to hop in right now, don't be. I'm talking – I really want – I'll use somebody like Michael Brown, somebody who hopped in real tough during COVID, and he's he's killing it right now. He's about to get another one. So even Steve, he picked up one, about to get another one. So – what happens, I think what Steve said earlier, me and Steve were talking and he's literally said, but we got to be bold right now. You know, people are scared, be bold. So that's why I was like, man, I'm about to go get me another house. So definitely be bold. Don't be scared. Take action. Like you still Steve. got arbitrages or no? No. Okay. Why'd you hop off the arbitrage game? I meant to ask you that. I just wasn't feeling Dallas, man. Dallas yeah. wasn't the, the numbers. What I, when I traded my three arbitrages in for the – two in arkansas man like it made more cash flow way more cash flow. and why by trading them you just mean ended the lease on them ended the lease and i took all the furniture and moved it into those two. Ah, okay yeah, okay and they're, they're bigger places they're i get i'm now getting i traded what how many arbitrage did i have like four down there four i traded four bedrooms for seven bedrooms mm-hmm. so oh, okay yeah, because you were in uh, – what part of Dallas were you in? Downtown one, area? One down – no, I had – how many downtown? I had one downtown, one in uptown, and then two in Trinity Groves. Yeah, so. Okay, okay. 
And I was like, man, the profit margin. Plus, I had one bed, one bath. And plus, also at the time, I think it was really, it was really saturated because mm-hmm. I think everybody was doing it. Wasn't no COVID going on and nothing that. Now, you you over there killing it in Greenville. I really want her system. That's on my shoes. I'll let her run mine. You, I'll sign up and let you run it. I'll tell her don't be telling people to go to our direct booking website. <laughs> you know, but I, I definitely, you know, I'm, I'm because I'd, I'd be willing to give her a chance to learn like you are, you know, because then by the time you give her another unit and you're teaching her everything that we know, she'll be probably the best damn, you know, property management company out there. Cause she'll know it all the ins and outs. So I'll hop in, you know, she just runs it, but I'm, right, I'm going right. to put it on my social, my, my booking website though. Cause I got to boost that up, you know, and then I'll have my little, the only thing I want in there is my flyers, my share BNB flyers, and then the Wi-Fi, and I'm good to go. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, because I was always wondering why you hopped out of Dallas, and I guess I, maybe the area I'm at now is it's it's a pretty good pretty good area. And like, well, I got that one rented, you know, completely for 12 months. So I got, I wouldn't say lucky because you put yourself in in, in fortunate you know situations, mm-hmm. and then they call it luck. But you just you got to put yourself in, you got to go a step up to the plate right before you hit a home run. And so, <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, it's been a, it's been a, like I said, it was started out weird, stressful because someone else was running my unit, but then man, they really knocked it out of the park. And so, I'm gonna reward the people that are helping me out with more business. You know, sure. Sarah Don Glidewell, the girl, the yeah, the lady, the lady that 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 um, I mean, she made my place look amazing. You know, look like freaking um, Airbnb plus quality. You know what I'm saying? And um, and you saw it, the 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 green dream. Yeah. And so she, she made it look amazing. I got a badass photographer and made it like, come to life. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and so, uh, Daniel Tanner photography, if you're anybody in the DFW area, you know, Daniel Tanner photography, he does a badass job. And then Sarah Don Glybel, she'll make your place look beautiful. And, um, yeah, start making that money, local, local estates. You know, these are the people who help me out. I'm just giving them a shout. You know, I ain't getting nothing from them. But I just thought I'd give him a shout. And so, yeah. We get, hey, uh, SDG, when I hit you up, you got to make my place look better than Steve's. <laughs> you know, we can't be competing. I, gotta, I, gotta, I need my green wall, too, you know? You know, <laughs> you know I, I was kind of nervous, too, because like, there's this um, this, uh, this, this girl hit me up in the group chat that was like well she hit me up on on instagram actually because she's friends with local estates and she saw my place and she saw that it, you know i put it on there yeah you know thanks to local estates or sarah and, and and daniel for that the team you know as a team we did this and you know we accomplished this rented out for 12 months this is great news and um and she hit me up and she's she's from virginia another sister you know this is like like i said it's a minority yeah yeah and um like the dc area and she's she came into town to, to to get a unit but she hit me up she, oh you know you did a great job you know congratulations on your place and uh this and that i'm oh she says i'm I'm putting one together the same in the same complex as mine right she just says putting one together there and i was like oh okay cool well good luck you know and i was even thinking in my mind should i should i keep lending lending um sarah out you know because because then she's gonna make competition for me if they <laughs> but no i and i like, like our buddy, um, our buddy, um, oh, freaking, um, a- a- Adam, jo- Adam James says, you know, you got to think with the abundance mentality. Yeah. You know, there's plenty, so there's plenty for everyone. So you always help people out as much as you can. 
yeah. even if you think it's going to hurt you, whatever you help people out because it comes back to you, you know, That's big fair. time. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not a shy of, of sharing <laughs> my interior designer with people. I'm glad it makes her business better. And yeah. then, you know, more stuff, good stuff, you know, you give good stuff out there and good. And really that was good. a cool part. Cause Sarah hit us up on Instagram, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted she to hit us up. That was she cool. wanted to hop on the show, right? Is yeah. That right? She wanted to hug us up. She told us who she was and bam, we got her on. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Cause I like how you, yeah, we, we might need to get Adam James back for one fifty. Oh yeah. Yeah. For one fifty, we might have to get him back. So, yeah, definitely man, MJ cool. first. We got to get MJ on here and let her MJ, explain. MJ. Oh yeah, yeah, Mar- yeah, yeah. Mariah Johnson. Yeah, get her on next week. Okay, I'm gonna I'm yeah, text her, her right now. Week. Yeah, I gotta tell her. You know, hook me up. You know, so I can be running up and getting my 1K a month like Steve. <laughs> I'm trying to hop on the gravy train. You know, I see a gravy train. I'm riding. Yes, sir. All right, yeah. man. Well, let's chat after the show. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, all right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Me, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Remember to hit that subscribe button, uh, leave a like, comment, all that good stuff. And if you are ready to get your health and fitness game together, be sure to follow Mahogany Artists on IG for all your fitness, health, nutritional needs. And we are out. Later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.